Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 50th episode of the Socially Distanced Podcast, the flagship podcast of thepopbreak.com. My name is Bill Bodkin. I am the editor-in-chief of the site and the co-host of this podcast. I am joined, like I am nearly every week, by the managing editor of this site, Al Manorino. Al, this is a very special episode. One, because it's the first episode in 25 episodes, since it's just been you and I together with no guests. But most importantly, it is the one-year anniversary of the Socially Distanced podcast. On March 21st, 2020, we recorded our first episode, and it aired on March 26th. Uh, this will be dropping the 25th, so it's a nice uh, in-between, almost. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty rad that we're here uh, a year later, and it's pretty depressing that we're here a year later <laughs> because of the state of the world. But no, we are getting a lot better. Al, you're in your 75th place for recording this podcast. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, great introduction. Uh, yeah, you could definitely say that again in terms of I can't believe we're still recording this podcast um, on on so many levels. One, I didn't think we were going to make it this far. No, Two, no, definitely. The pandemic has lasted this long. That and and three, it's really just go back to one because I really can't believe we done it uh, done this for fifty episodes. I don't think we've done anything for this long together like any type of series or anything on the pop break. Well, I mean, the break cast, quote unquote, our oh. official pod, which was our original podcast catch-all, which you can now find thanks to our podcast editor, Alex Marcus on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Anchor. And Anchor. Um, that's, I guess, the longest running one, but that's mm-hmm. just been a catch-all. There's been, never been like, oh yeah, like specified series. So yeah. so yeah, this is our, although the Oscar podcast, maybe. The Oscar podcast, I think, way too early Oscars. This is their second or third year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking just me, well, we, weekly, me and you working on a project together. I mean, besides outside of pop break our, as a whole, outside of our friendship, <laughs> that's a project that we work on every day. Um, and and for those who don't know, maybe if you're joining us for the first time after after that splash was water going into my nose, um, not whiskey, which is a surprise. Um, I um that uh oh gosh our podcast started because it may be if you joined us from our eddie pence uh podcast last week and you became a fan thank you for tuning into that it was a great time uh this podcast is essentially al and my everyday facebook messenger conversation uh for the past eight or so years and we wanted to do a you've been suggesting a podcast for a long time probably yeah probably since since i started writing for the site i launched my first podcast with a couple friends of mine called news over brews where we basically did kind of this except you know it was like a pop culture and beer podcast so there was more of an element of like craft beer snobbery mixed in with um just general pop culture news reviews things like that we really didn't go we it, it went pretty long but it was very sporadic we didn't have a, a really and, solid schedule yeah, we hosted that i think for a while yeah yeah you, site. You, and we co you remember we co-promoted an event yeah co-promoted a hop sauce music festival right featuring featuring what, jukebox the ghost oh featuring tommy siegel our first ever our guest, special guest exactly yeah um yeah if, if again if you're listening 
if you're listening to this episode because of the Eddie Pence episode that had dropped last week, yeah. which again, thanks Eddie for joining. Those are the best. Go back, try to go back in the feed if you're into just general interview podcasts and check out our interview with Tommy Siegel, um, who's a cartoonist as well as uh, a guitarist and vocalist for a band called Jukebox the Ghost, who is phenomenal. You should definitely check him out. Yeah, you might know his work. He's the guy who does uh, the Candy Hearts. Uh, yeah, stuff. just the book. released his second book during quarantine. Yeah, so that does make you feel terrible about the nothing that you've done during quarantine. You're not alone. Uh, yeah, I think that book was in Target for uh, Valentine's Day. I picked it up at Target. Nice. Yeah, that was episode 21. Yes. So check out that. And it's funny how you the you said the last episode that we did, just me and you, was exactly half the amount of episodes ago. Yeah, it was. Wow. It was our my favorite episode we've ever done. And that was the Point Pleasant rewatch. We rewatched the pilot for the short-lived Fox supernatural thriller, uh, Point Pleasant, um, which, who was the famous person in it? Oh, it was Aaron Paul. Aaron oh, yeah. Paul had a very small role in that, that show. It was so bad. It was set, it's supposed to be set in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, obviously shot in Canada or Georgia, where everything oh. is filmed. It was so terrible, but I had the most fun. Uh, that was episode twenty-five. We did that yeah, for the twenty-fifth anniversary. <laughs> no, it was. It was just we were like. No, we it. said like, it. We did, I think we made that as a part of the thing. I said for the twenty-fifth episode, we're going to do something special. And instead of what like a normal podcast would do, would be like I don't know, like a best of or something like that. No, I said let's review the failed Fox series pilot episode, Point Pleasant, which was like. The OC mixed with Twin Peaks, but if both of those things were terrible. From the produ- one of the producers of Buffy. By the oh, way. yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, yeah, just before we get into anything, uh, we, we need to do we need those to three do. episodes again. Episode 21, Interview with Tommy Siegel. Episode 25 is our 25th anniversary, which 25th episode anniversary. anniversary. I thought you thought it was the 25th anniversary of Point Pleasant. I'm like, no, no, no. no. Where we basically do a review of the pilot of Point Pleasant. And we're not even, we're not even drunk on that. It's just, no, it's so, it's so bad. And we just have such a blast on that. And of course, it's like a, it's like a, almost like watching the room. Like you should watch it. Just, just watch it with a group of friends and just be baffled at almost every decision possible that they make in that And show. you can only find it on YouTube, by the way. It's only available on YouTube yeah. because it is on no streaming platforms whatsoever. Uh, and then episode 49, our, our interview with Eddie Pence. We've done three good episodes out of 50. That's it. That's it. And, that's it. and then that's just just basically shitting on all the, the great people we've had on the show no, from we've... Pop Break. Um, and we're basically coming out of uh, two different review series and we'll talk a little bit more about that later i'll let i'll let bill steer the ship since he uh volunteered this week and i'm, I'm not drinking because i have my second vaccine shot on wednesday so i'm oh, <laughs> uh, so lucky yeah don't worry i had i had to be in quarantine for 14 days because of a scare so i drank a lot during those 14 days but i was negative so is my whole family we're good um but yeah, so a year ago we did this. We did this first episode, which, uh, listening back on it, Al was totally trying to get this to be an episode, a twenty-minute episode zero, mm-hmm. and I literally talked him into doing an episode, full episode, full episode that was like 30, 90 minutes. Can I explain why I wanted to do an episode zero before 
Like, yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, want to hear this this so, they, this this reason that never happened. Well, this is this is a good lesson for people who um, a lot of people who enjoy podcasts always say to themselves like, I want to start a podcast. Like, I would love to yeah. just get a friend or whatever, or you know, just grab a mic and and start recording. Well, it is that easy. Like, it really is that simple. You just um, get some sort of software like like me and you were talking over Zoom, or you can use GarageBand or whatever. Like, you just want to record audio of yourself. When you are actually in the process of, I need to get this podcast out to people, there are all these different places that you can go. SoundCloud was the one that we used initially years ago, and we just recently moved to Anchor, uh, which is like an all-in-one free podcasting platform. I wish they paid us. They don't. It's just really great. Oh, actually, they pay, they, they actually will pay us for the TV the TV break. There you go. Pop break TV, yeah. yeah. We do have a – I'm sorry. We do have – you do have the ability to get sponsorships, but you also need viewership to match that. We don't have that. So we have, we have, we have well over 1,200 listens. So we're, I'm proud of that. Excellent. Hey, um, it's well is, more than we thought we'd get. That is true. Um, so what, basically what I'm saying is when you want to. <laughs> yeah, as Al, as Al gets pinged on this podcast. So what Al was trying to say, I think, is. No, you, I'm going to talk. No, no, that's why we have the two separate audio channels. Just make a note. Okay. So when you want to start this podcast, you have to submit the first episode so you can start getting streamed on all the different platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, all those things. And it is a process and it takes a while. So I told Bill, like, let's record an intro episode. And these can range from like 30 seconds to yeah, whatever you want. Real short ones, yeah. Really yeah. So they usually like it's all I always call it an episode zero. So I said, let Bill, let's record just like let's explain to people what this podcast is going to be about. And then that just just snowballed into a full pilot. Because we came up with ideas to talk about for the episode. And then it, it was like it was also like I'll 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 give myself an out here because it was like we had just started lockdown when we were recording and everyone was like, oh, panic, depression. You know, I had already been home for a week because I went in. I, I started a little early. Um, and yeah, I think I was just like, we need to talk. And that, I, I think that's one of the great things about this podcast for me. We would jump all over the place with the format, but that's why we have formats to not follow them is it's been this one constant in the sea of chaos that has been the last 365 days. It's like we knew month. Well, it's not always been Monday when we record, but once a week, Al, Bill and guest or guests would get together and we talk pop culture. And it was, it was a constant. I always found that to be very comforting. Uh, it was, it was almost like group therapy, but yeah, we didn't really talk about, well, we sometimes did talk about, no, we definitely, we definitely, dove deep into stuff, you know, you know, in the midst of it, we, we got deep because, you know, as you said, we, a lot of people got into some sort of depression or, you know, and still it in it. From, it could be from anything. It could be yeah. just from, you know, your, your whole lifestyle changes, right? Like I was a, a very active um, photographer, a concert photographer, yeah. cosplay photographer. I, I used to do that as like a side gig and as a hobby, something I love to do, something I love. You shot at least 20 plus concerts a year for the site. Yeah, I would think so. Easily. I would think so, for sure. And then I would go to the comic, uh, New York and San Diego Comic-Con every year, yeah. plus, you know, weddings or different types of events and things like that. So 
I was, that was such a big part of my life that, you know, come March was ripped from me and just like, you know, jobs and people's loved ones, including myself were ripped from them during 2020, which, you know, sucked. So we definitely did dive deep on a lot of episodes. And I, you know, I love that about this podcast because like you said, it was group therapy. It was, it was a time where I could talk to someone who wasn't um, my wife, my child, and my dog. And, you know, your dog is such a bad listener. He's horrible. An overweight listener. So, so listen. egocentric. Yeah. He, he's on, he's on a diet now. Yeah. Okay. Diet food. He, he gained like 12 pounds in like the last like two months, <laughs> three months. I don't know. I don't know what his last vet visit was, but he went from 38 to 50 pounds. Wow. Yeah, he is. He he is uh, an absolute a, unit, as they say. He is. He is hench, as the British yeah. would say. But yeah, we we recorded. Uh, we I mean, we paused this podcast for a while. I remember when during the protests in yes. the during summer, and we recorded some stuff, and we didn't really know how to talk about it. And it was that one episode. I think we reviewed Run the Jewels, and I think like Run Jewels Four, and we just basically spent most of that episode just trying to sort out the world. And yeah. it just we did great. Work. We we did it. We solved it. You know, we solved the world. <laughs> Christ Almighty! If this podcast could have solved that the world's problems, uh, I would I would I would be so happy. <laughs> but uh, then we had the one episode uh, that uh, you were just like, guys, can we stop talking about politics? Yeah, I had just started a new job. I, I know. Like, I, I was like, guys, let's not even like that. I, I said, let's stop talking talking about this severe of politics, but it was bad. It was a bad week. It was a horrible well, week. Well, before, and to give context to what people are talking about, what we're talking about was hours, literal, and maybe even an hour before we started recording, that's when Trump had come out of the, the White House, after, uh, had come out of the hospital after getting his, after getting COVID and then was like basically not wearing a mask saying, eh, no big deal. We're like, uh, all of us were like, ah, like we're yeah. so anger inducing and we just kind of just let it all fly out and uh, mm-hmm. said some things probably we shouldn't have uh, just ang- about people. And we we're just very angry, but that was just out of, like, just out of was, pure anger. It yeah. was 2020 though. That was like, that was, it's been a hard year, but again, not trying we're not trying to bring this podcast down. It's just like, that's a lot of reality of what this year is about was frustration mm-hmm and fear and just trying to, we were just trying to provide help for ourselves and, you know, the people who listened by well, but also while not running away from it. Yeah. You know? I got in the best shape of my life and you the did. worst shape of my life. You did. You did. You did. In a year, like literally I got super into um, the home workout, which I was never a fan of. I was always like, you've moved 10 times. And I moved a bunch of times. Couldn't get a schedule going. I got a job, which was great. But like, then you now, also lost a job, got, got a job, lost a job. Got a, wait, no, I, yeah, lost, lost a job, job lost yeah. a job, then got a job. Um, yeah. So, you know, but just personally between me and you, we, we were in the gamut of like, emotions and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I've literally, I just got back to the median of my weight. Like, I gained a bunch. I lost a bunch. I'm just right back to where I was, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I had to go with my mom had cancer and had to do the whole thing by herself. I couldn't do anything to help her, you know. Yeah. Jo- uh, you know, my job is constantly teetering on 
not that they listen to this, so it's not a big deal. Um, but they constantly teetering on, will you have a job or not? And then the whole summer was a five-year-old bounce around being like, can someone play with me, please? Because I have no, vir- there's no virtual kindergarten. There's no anything. So yeah, this podcast was much needed for, it was. Just for us. For sure. <laughs> but let's go back to that first episode, which I re-listened to a lot of that. And okay. the first- I can't. Like let's 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 start. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I I I know a lot of people are the same way. Like you know, you don't like the sound of your own voice. That's not the case for me. I just don't need to listen to my shenanigans for that long of a stretch. I I I feel like I could listen to myself on a podcast if I'm a guest and I'm not on that podcast every week. But I cannot listen to. I would re-listen to this podcast. I'm like, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Yeah. I know what my reaction is. I know what the other person's reaction is. And then there was the episode I was completely drunk on, which I'm like, yikes, can't listen to myself anymore. <laughs> yeah, there was one episode, I think it was episode eight or nine, where uh, it was a real rough time for me personally. I was barbecuing and I got like blind drunk, but thought I was completely, completely good to go. I was not completely good to go. It was not. It was, it was not. Bad. It was so bad. <laughs> But take us take us back to the first episode. So you, first episode, you, you the first episode, the first, I did not. the first thing we talked about mm-hmm. was Tom Brady signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The, I think one of the few times we've ever talked sports. Yeah, it's great that he broke his leg and then couldn't finish the, the season. So that was cool. We both predict. Well, you said they're not making the playoffs because I'm always right. Yeah, and I said no way they're making the Super Bowl because the Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl. We're so I don't know how the Saints consistently choke. Oh my god! I don't even I, know. I, I honestly don't even think it's the Saints' fault. I think it's just Drew Brees, and I love Brees. Okay, well, first off, no, that's not fair because they had that very bad call against them the year before. That pass interference call that wasn't that mm-hmm. was a very bad call, mm-hmm. and they got screwed. But this year, it was like all of a sudden they forgot how to play football. That they were winning, and then. The tight end, Jared Cook, who signed another deal with a place. The guy will always get a deal. Um, tight ends are hard to come by for some reason. He They threw the ball to him, and he had it and decided, I've been around the league for 10 years. I'm just going to hold this. I'm going to hold this ball with one hand. There's no way I can fumble this. He fumbled the ball. Yep. And then the, all of a sudden, the Buccaneers win. And I'm just like, <laughs> everyone that played the Bucs forgot how to play football or had catastrophic injuries. Was it Christmas Day or Thanksgiving where Kamara had like a record tying five touchdowns? It was like it was a it was Christmas. Christmas. I was going into that, and I think Breeze was doing the game fairly good. Breeze came back. That was when he was back. Yeah, he was back. Oh, really? No, 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 no. Was it still Taysom? It was still Taysom Hill. Yeah. Okay. So, like, even that's the thing. It was like, oh, this is like a Mahomes situation where. Breeze is going to get hurt, but he still has like two backups who could do the job where it's Taysom and yeah. Jamie Winston. So we're like, they're fine. They're going to do great. And then they did. And then, of course, didn't do anything. Against, but against Tampa, they they, yeah. they they destroyed the competition the week before. Yep. Played Tampa, forgot how to play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... I mean, the Chiefs did the same thing in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs, so. I couldn't... And it's just like, wow, funny story. Both their tackles are hurt, and Pat Mahomes' his foot doesn't work anymore. And he had a, like, he was on, wasn't he like on the concussion list or something from the game before? The week before. 
Yeah. yeah. So, two weeks, two weeks, because there was a two-week break. Yeah, 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 because he had the, the, when he played Cleveland. Yep. And I was yeah. just like, my God. Yeah. So, a horrible Super Bowl. All right. So we were horrible we were, Super Bowl. So we, we were very, very wrong. Very wrong. Okay. We were wrong about Brady. What else happened? Uh, we talked about some Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, PSA they did about going to, you know, let's all go to the Winchester until this blows over in regards to COVID. And which we did. Which we, we <laughs> the pub was our home and our livers. Okay. Um, then we talked about, hey, did you guys hear the news? Uh, Rosario Dawson was cast as Ahsoka Tano and Robert Rodriguez or or no, we didn't even know she was going to be Ahsoka, I think. Did we? No. So so if Rosario was cast and that was the Ahsoka news. And then Robert Rodriguez Robert was, like Rodriguez was four paragraphs a, down. Was announced as a director for an episode or two. Episode of the season. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. even the same episode. Yeah. Uh, no, it was not. It was the episode, uh, an episode two. The Boba Fett episode. Yeah. And like, yeah. And now it's just like, we were all like, wow, isn't this going to be neat? And then it's just like, she's got her own series. And little did we know that Disney Plus, which was still in its infancy during this time, I think it wasn't even, it was maybe just six months old. Well, Christmas, Christmas Mandalorian had wrapped up right Chris uh, end of December but yeah but I'm saying as a streaming service they launched in November yeah so January February March so in March when we were like wow this is cool for season two little did we know by the end of 2020 we would have a complete armada of Star Wars shows Mm -hmm. that are going to be coming out the next few months few years we've got the Bad Batch coming out in June no May the 4th May the 4th no, uh, Loki's in June. That's why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, May the 4th. So it's like another thing, you know, we didn't see that coming. But then also Sophie was a huge, huge, huge uh, cameo on that. Oftentimes yelling, Dad, I made your bed for you. You should come hang out in the bed. And I was like, I'm doing a podcast. Come hang out in the bed. And that's Bill's kid, if we have him. my daughter. And yeah. you were talking about at the time uh, putting your man cave together and how you really you your goal during quarantine was to really get your man cave in order and just like really enhance it. You're now in a new house. Yes. <laughs> great, great segue. I'm literally doing the recording from what is going to be my temporary new office, and I say temporary because eventually this is going to be uh, uprooted by a second child at some point down the line. Of course. So. For now, I'm going to make this a pretty cool office. Um, again, redesigning the man cave. Um, I'm going ham, is as the kids would say, hard, hard as a motherfucker on the man. Oh, cave. that's I didn't know it was an acronym. I yeah, just thought, hey. ham. yeah. Hey, why not? I think you're the second person I had to teach that to. I think Lucas was the first. Our producer. That makes sense. So, Lucas, the lifeblood of the Chewbacca of this podcast. All my like concert photos and and posters of uh um, like music posters and stuff autographs whatever they're gonna go on that wall and then i'm putting the record player that's the far and, wall behind al yes and then the, the record side with the door is gonna be and vinyl they're gonna go over there um and then i'll i'm gonna just kind of try to i'm gonna do a lot more on camera stuff at work so i'm gonna try to make a really cool setup using my nice camera instead of a webcam um to be able to be more presentable so it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm excited about that. And then the man cave, I mean, I just spent 
a stupid amount of money at Best Buy to make kind of my dream man cave. So you better not move anytime soon. I can't. But you're gonna, you know, once once you once you're all vaccinated and I'm vaccinated, you uh, you and Soph can come over for uh, you know, uh, what's it called, Moana or Lion Whatever. or Frozen. Those are the three. It can only be those three. And he's not even on the Moana train anymore. It's so all it's about Moana. What? It's Lion King and Lion King. Those are his two favorites. What about Bluey? Uh, movie wise, then Bluey. Yeah. He likes Bluey. He likes Peppa Pig, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Uh, Theme song done by They Might Be Giants. What's that? Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. That's They Might Be Giants. Get the f- get out of here. It is 100% them. Wow. That's funny. I sing that all day. Wait, did they also do the hot dog song at the end? Oh, of course. <sighs> Landsberg and Linnell, those nerds? Of course they did it. Hot I've seen them in concert a lot. Yeah, I sing that all day, every day. I think that I saw them do that to Stone Pony. They just did it as like a little interlude one time. That's phenomenal. Uh, um, but yeah, they also did stuff on Animaniacs back yeah. then. I, I had moved, you know, we, we sold our house in August because one of the only positive things from the pandemic was like, there weren't a lot of houses. Oh there wasn't a lot of God. inventory. It became a seller's market. Our, the, the, the price of our house like skyrocketed. You sold your house in five minutes. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was up, up, up and sold in like three days. So, and that's just because we literally gave them the weekend to, to show it. We could have probably been done after like the first day, um, like this house was, we, we actually saw this house the day it was listed and we put an offer in and they sold it to us. So it became a crazy market. And, uh, I had moved, I moved to my mother-in-law's house then she had moved. And then I was, I was in, we were between my mother-in-law's house and my mom's house. So I had been in one, two, three, four houses recording. And this is the fifth house recording this podcast, which is, insane when you really think about it but uh i'm gonna hope this one sticks god i hope so too <laughs> for your own mental health i hope yeah I, I don't have any so I, I need some of that i lost mine a long time ago but um so we at the top of the show we talked about our fit we talked we already recommended the three episodes we loved the most um mm-hmm. but what was uh any topics or anything that we talked about that you were just like god i just i just love the fact that we talked about that god I don't remember 99% of the things we talk about on here because oh. it's, it's, it's a, it's a show where I'm like very in the moment, right? Like yeah, it's a very it, in the moment show. It, yeah. And it's, you know, we have a lot of smart, pe- smarter people than us on the show, are. right? Where I, there's, I have so many points I want to get to. I want to talk about all these different things. And then when smarter people are on and telling me things and making me think about them in a new way, you know, especially the last, you know, what, 20 ish episodes that we did where we did a weekly review series of WandaVision. I'm sorry, the Mandalorian season two and then WandaVision. And now, uh, you know, we're going to get into that a little later of what the future of the podcast looks like. It's going to be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We've teased it. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And uh, sure other things are going to come up. Like I I mentioned that, you know, we'll get into what we want to do, but we'll talk about that a little bit, but Yeah. yeah, like I, I'm so like, involved in the show whether as a as a participant or just a, a listener from the the people like Kat and Cole and Ken and Alex and Rachel everyone who's been on the show who just just blow my mind with their takes on different things so I, I'm trying to think I mean anytime 
I'll go back to Mandalorian season two when we were reviewing that. Anytime Cole whipped out his Werner Herzog impersonation, oh my God. that killed me. Oh my God. That was great. It was so good, man. So good. Um, that was great. I liked when we had uh we 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 dusted off Dan Cohen, we brought him back. Yeah, that's one of our most well listened to episodes, the fandom one. Yes, the D, oh, the DC fans. That was a great one. Yeah, I love you know, love we, talking to Dan. We we broke that down hard. I wish we had done it with the Disney um the Disney call, the uh, investor call, the investor call, yeah. But that was right in the heart of Mandalorian, so it was like, and it was yeah. also like holiday season, so we're we like, did, though you know, we we did we did at the top of the yeah we did at the top. Oh yeah, of the for Man- for Star Wars, I I want to do the whole shebang. Yeah, but it's funny because like the fandom and the reason I think that's such a great episode it was because we had been talking for weeks and weeks and weeks about like what what is a post what what is a during pandemic and post pandemic live event look like as people who cover live events for yeah them. yeah and the dc fandom was like the first time someone got it right it and no like, one's done it since not really no yeah no. even they did a second fandom and it like it was just like <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure i mean they they really 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 crushed it oh, um, so good perspective and i think that was why that episode was so great because we we were we actually saw a glimmer of hope, which is a segment that we used to do on this podcast. We saw a glimmer of hope of like, oh well, if we don't get that experience again when we are all together at a convention or a yeah. concert or whatever, what could it look like? And to not to say that that was the last one that got it right. I think that that's the only one that's gotten it right in that instance. But like the concert experiences, I've been hearing, yeah phenomenal things about some shows like um like Dua Lipa had like a record-breaking yeah. you know amount of money she cashed in on like the like putting on an actual virtual concert and Chance the Rapper and I know a lot of them and then Rob, all the Post Malone shows were great those Dropkick Murphys they're, they're yeah. they did three shows the first one was the, the, I think they did one of the first ones so I interviewed Ken Casey. You can find it on the popbreak.com just dropped on St. Patrick's Day. They did one of the first ones like on St. Patrick's Day in 2020 they threw it together. That was like a real slice of fried gold where people were like, oh my God, this is our first like bit of relief from all this during the initial parts of, uh, of quarantine. And then they did a Fenway show full with drones. Bruce played on the Jumbotron. And then they just did another one, which were, they were all really cool. You've seen a lot from, but we've also seen a lot of weird ones. There's like been, as Al Pierce sends all over the place. <laughs> uh like uh i'll drop a band that he's al's not gonna know uh there was a new orleans band called sam's funky nation and they did a live stream from someone's driveway this is a band that plays like r- tours the u.s in concert venues and they're like screw it we're gonna play someone's driveway and it was awesome we've seen plenty of people doing it from their living rooms mm-hmm. and We've seen a lot of locals do it too. It's been really good. Twitch has become a huge thing for so many people, except Metallica, obviously. <laughs> and Al's beer keeps suds and over. Dude, this was the beer that was left at a left. The people who sold us this house, we 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 didn't look in the fridge. Brand new fridge. At least you had a fridge when you got here. Mine was gone. They took the yeah, fridge. They left it. It was part of the house. They like sold all the appliances, right? They they had just redone the kitchen or revamp the kitchen, whatever. The, the reason I bring it up is my mom comes and brings like a bottle of champagne. I'm like, oh, congrats on the house, whatever. We look in the fridge 
and they left us like two beers and a mini thing of champagne. Oh, what type of beer is it? Hmm. Dogfish 60, as it's mostly just foam that's I'm just eating now at this time. At this point. <laughs> you just look like you're eating foam right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. But if they think about what we got taken away from this year, too, man, the live event, like there, there's and, it, and our site like really took a hit for it. Not traffic wise. We actually did really well. It was that um, we don't have movies. There were basically no movies this year. You couldn't go to a movie theater. I mean, I went to the movie theater. We rented out a screening for Tenant, which was amazing. But there were six of us, and I was shitting a brick the whole time. Um, because it was like October. Um, we had no concerts, really, no live concerts, no live wrestling. No, you couldn't go out, you could go out to eat, but it was dicey at times. It's been a weird year, so podcasting has been great. Um, yeah, well, and, and also podcasting was like even especially with our format for the longest time, as we mentioned at the, uh, before that we started recording, was like. At a certain point, we're like, yeah, the topics started to repeat and not in a good way. It was like, oh, guess what? We're still not going to concerts. Yeah, it was like concerts and concert alternatives, drive movies, movies getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. 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 Uh, like sporting events, maybe letting people in. That's why we became a Disney Plus stand podcast yeah. because we had a full format, multiple <laughs> segments. Yeah. And it was just every week we'd be like, hey, this thing might happen. Is this a good idea? Oh, it's not happening now. Mm-hmm. When do you think it will happen? And we're, it just got so it, – it got repetitive, but it also got depressing because we're like, are we – where's the hope here? Mm-hmm. So it's like let's just talk – Al, is, as always, Al has the ideas for this podcast. I just have to make it happen. Yeah. Is is He's like, let's we're going to talk about Mandalorian every week, so why don't we just – talk about Mandalorian every week. It's going to be what we recommend. So let's just talk about the episodes and they've worked out really well. They've been a lot of fun. And, um, but we also, in every episode, we, we did it for a lot of the WandaVision stuff, but what was your, we also have recommendations. Every week. What have been some of your favorite, uh, what have, what's been, what you, will you take the most pride in as a recommendation that you've given out on this podcast that you're like, you know what, you know what? It was a great call. This is Ooh. a great pick by me. Oh, my wait. Day- I'm confused. Give, wait, in the in the sense of the the review series, or no, no, in terms of like even in the review series, the one constant segment we've always had is our recommendations, oh, like our yeah. pop culture recommendations, whether it's music or TV shows or whatever. Um, what is your? What would you sit, st- put your stamp on? Is like that's my best recommendation, and why is it something by Phoenix? I mean, it almost. I honestly had it in my head a little bit. That it was Phoenix um, because I made a playlist of all the songs that were like that came out in 2020 that I like really liked. And I literally get a legit smile when Identical comes on by Phoenix, which I've recommended on the show um, during that segment. Um, it was it was a it wasn't a, like a an official album release. It was part of the soundtrack for On the Rocks. The movie, oh yeah, uh, Bill Murray, directed by Sofia Coppola, and I love that band so much. And for them to release like a fucking awesome song out of the blue during like the worst time ever was like pretty great. So I, I will stand by that. And then you know I I think I discovered I think both I don't know about yeah I think Ducktales and Bluey I discovered via you. That's well, Ducktales, Ducktales, I was watching. No, 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 Ducktales was not me. 
Bluey, um, Bluey was definitely a thing from you. That was my, that's my best call. I have turned so sure. many people onto that show. Bluey might be the thing that saves us as a human race. It, I mean, that's, that's as, really as far as I can go in terms of how great that show is. Um, and for those people who don't know, my God, it is a, an Australian cartoon about a family of dogs. And I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no, thanks. It, it is a, one of the when most, I, when we say a, a kid show, we mean like this is on Disney junior in Not America. Like now. This, started in, this is the most popular cartoon in Australia right now. It is a, a, a phenomenon down there and it has come over to Disney junior. The current se- season two is currently playing Fridays on Friday mornings on Disney junior and it, the season one's on Disney plus. And it is the greatest show I think I've ever watched. It's one of the most realistic, realistic, sweet, honest, and Mm -hmm. genuine depictions of families on a cartoon. Modern families, modern parenting, modern, you know, every like, so what I, I, I can't express this enough. Like it's so of the time. It is. It's like the parents are definitely you know, bandit Young, father is definitely, like, uh, definitely hung over in a few episodes for sure. 100%. Uh, the mom definitely has times where she's like, I need to be by myself. Yep. But it's always like, it's a, a story about, like I said, parenting and re- being a parent and being present as a parent and being a loving parent and being mm-hmm. a realistic parent. It's about inclusion. It's about sharing. It's about, um, Sisterhood. It's about like it's honestly like not only a guidebook for parents, but it's like a guidebook to how to be a good sibling and how to be a good student and how to be a good kid. Yeah, it really, it really is, and it's never done in a way where it's so saccharine and so unrelatable. Where you're just like, this is dumb. Like if you watch it's Peppa Pig, not preachy either. No, if you like, if you watch like a Peppa Pig, like Daddy Pig's a dunce. He's a dumb dumb. And he is treated as such. Yes. Like, like there's other shows where it's just sort of like, this person's the clown, or here's this un, this like ridiculous caper they get in. It's like none of that. It's mm-hmm. all play based. It's all like your kids making up these ridiculous games that you have to figure out. And it's just a really sweet show. And for me, I've probably watched. Gosh, I've watched this ser- series start to finish like eight times. My kid yeah. really loves it. My wife and I will watch it without our kid. Yeah. I have when he goes runs off and you know goes starts go playing in his room or whatever, and it's still on the TV. I'm watching it. Like, yeah, we think- watched all the new Friday episodes, and Sophie's like, "I'm gonna go watch YouTube stuff," and I'm we're just like, "Bye, later." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Cool." So we have turned on. We've turned many a person onto that show from yeah. the podcast. So I'm very happy. So that's that's like my one call. I'm like this guy, you crushed that, yeah. But what's what? Speaking of that, the best thing. What's one thing during this whole pandemic? Like not like obviously besides getting out in the world opening, like you're glad has either stopped during this year of this podcast, or you're looking forward to ending when the world reopens, like annoying things. Oh, that's, that's a good call. That's good. Cause I have Um, hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, Hmm. Or has you like, okay. I have another, there's a bunch of things that started during the pandemic that ended pretty quickly. I can think of one thing. It was on the second episode. Tiger King. Oh, yeah. Tiger. I am so happy that's over. Me too, but at the same time, 
everyone's saying that because of how far we are from it. But once we see the first photo of of uh, Nick Cage as as Joe Exotic, it's coming back. Like if, that, it, it, if it ever happens, uh, if it I'll happens, say, which it will. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's that's the. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, we love that, that was, episode. We were recommending that episode that's for the absolutely. longest time because it was so much fun. And it still like, is a really fun episode because think about that show in context of the time. And it really does speak to the context of the time where it was like, we had no idea. We thought like, okay, we, we were all like, again, panicked and worried and stressed. And here was the most ridiculous story ever. And everyone knows the story. I'm not going to rehash it. Mm-hmm. And it just was so consuming that it just took you out of the moment of worrying just to look at these, quite frankly, awful people. In a completely, almost unimaginable mm-hmm. world. And then about a week or two later, a lot of us realized these people are pieces of shit. Like yeah. we should not celebrate them. But it was, it was, I think that was just like, you know, and. I saw a lot of stuff at Halloween and I'm just like, man, this still feels dated. And I'm glad we're kind of over, you know, the quote unquote, that bitch Carol Baskin jokes or Carol Baskin this or whatever. I think like, if you, if you think about it as like a, like a conspiracy theorist perspective, I think the government could have done literally anything that week and none of us would have noticed. You mean how they like released all this stuff about aliens and none of us care? Yeah. Like I'm saying, like, they could have went to Never World War III. The they, they could have just, like, you know, hacked everyone's fucking iPhone or whatever. No one would have cared because everyone was like, yeah, like, oh, my God, Tiger King. Like, yeah. it was that was it was a cultural phenomenon that took place over, like, two weeks. It really then, then it was a week of Tiger King. So, like, people discovered it whenever it dropped. And there was the word of mouth. And then, like, everyone caught up. And then... Netflix was smart enough to do like a, Hey, let's do the, where are they now episode? That was terrible with Joel McHale. And here's the, here's a question that popped up during this time. That was a binge watch, which was the model we were so used to, but now because of Disney, once again, changing the narrative of we're back to weeklies. Imagine if Tiger King was a weekly show. I don't think I think it would have. Or at least maybe they had done two episodes at a time. I don't know. I think with those. I don't know either. Netflix documentaries, I don't think work any, any, any documentary. doesn't have to be. They don't, I don't think Netflix documentaries have. They, they always have that mid winter. I don't think they had it this year. Uh, Well, no, they did. There was that one, the hotel one. There was that murder one. Um, they had, you know, they had the abducted in plain sight. They had the fire, the the fire fest one. Ted Bundy. Um, yeah, Ted Bundy one. Like they, they were all like, almost every winter they have one that like explodes. Everyone talks yeah. about it, and then by the end of the year, no one's talking about it. Yeah, it's just I feel like with the documentary format, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of like a long documentary. I know HBO was really good at that. Alan versus Pharaoh got huge ratings, and that was very disturbing. How many parts was it though? Four. Okay. Oh, because you can't do like you can't do eight weeks of that of a documentary series. Okay, so here's here's the exception: sports ones, because the last day, 
The Last Dance, and I could have probably watched like 10 episodes of the Tiger one, which was only two. Oh, right. Tiger one was, I don't even like golf. And the Tiger one was amazing. Right. I just think like crime ones, people want it all in one shot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think like that, American Vandal, which is a parody of um, Matt Taylor's favorite show. <laughs> former, guest, former guest Matt Taylor, one of his favorite shows. It, it is, if Bill. I, I love that show. You should add it to your list. If you want to laugh, that show. I think, is it's, already, I think it's already on my list. It's so great. Uh, both seasons too. Season two is like, I don't know how they did it. It was like, it shouldn't have worked because the first season was literally a dick joke. The second season works phenomenal. Um, works phenomenally well. I love that show. And that was, I, it only works as a binge. It just only works as a binge. Yeah. I'm wondering, I'm just wondering what I'm curious about Stranger Things. Like, can you, I think they could get away with doing that as a weekly. Um, because I feel like the way it's, it's broken up into chapters, you can get away with it being a weekly. And I mm-hmm. think it would, I think it could really work. I don't think they will do it. They won't. I think, no, they won't. They won't. I think it would totally work. It would totally work. Oh, I think it would totally work, but I don't think they'll do it because that's their that's the Netflix thing. They're like, we you binge watch on Netflix. You don't do weeklies on Netflix. Yeah, Dis- Disney didn't change the game. They changed the way. Well, they just went back to the way things used to be. <laughs> they went. They they like said like, guess what, guys? We just put a ton of money into this stuff. We're not gonna make it last the weekend. We're gonna make it last like two months. And they and they, and they just I mean Falcon and Winter Soldier supposedly. Uh, was their highest rated premiere of all time. Which is nuts. That was one episode. Yeah, and it's also crazy because I don't feel like there's as much conversation about it as there was with Mando or WandaVision. But maybe it's not that type of series. I think I liked it. Don't I think it. this has the biggest um mass appeal. Oh it oh a hundred percent does. And I think that's I think that's why it was probably the most viewed because like it ties WandaVision is is so eclectic and such a like a like oh it's the it's the least interesting parts of the Avengers, whereas Falcon and Winter Soldier is like, oh, what's gonna, ha- who's gonna be the next Captain America, which is, a, you know, a huge topic. So and it we makes know exactly sense. what it is, and people are so mad at it. I heard people are very angry. It's just like, in, have in you read trailer. a? Comic? I was like, have you read a comic book? Have you read the comic or had seen a trailer or collected Marvel cards? Yeah, <laughs> you get it. You yes. get that character. Um, but what? So let's talk about like. We talked about like the things we're glad that'll go away for pop culture. Actually, you didn't answer that question, I don't think. Oh, that's what I was trying to say. So I think the um you mentioned the at home, like in your office concert. I'm I'm done. Yeah. Mentally, I'm done. I don't even know if I watched one fully through. I think it just got me depressed. Uh Tiger King is definitely up there. And then uh just Zoom calls in general but not, <laughs> not so it's the first time we're recording on zoom <laughs> no yeah but we're just 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 video calls in general like like with friends like it has become yeah. it has become like most of my job is to be on meetings and stuff so it's like this works i don't have to commute like i can't complain about this oh but i've saved so much money not commuting it's pain yeah so i think the the amount of money i saved is what paid for my basement so i literally have saved years on my car yeah, me too. I, I, I have, can, I, I have, back to a lease. I think I have like, I had like 96,000 miles on my car because I was tra- commuting like 400 miles a week yeah. in one, uh, and then 
you know, the wear and tear and everything. I only have like 97 now. So I barely went up a thousand miles in a year. That's nuts. Oh, it's great. No tolls, no repairs, gas yeah. twice a I month. I think that's a big, a big plus during the pandemic is not exactly. driving. Yeah. I mean, I actually like to drive, but. Uh, I like to drive, but com- okay. Commute. I don't like to commute. Commute, no. suck it. Yeah. Although my, that's why my podcast listing has gone down so much. Um, but so let's, we've talked about all the, some of the negative stuff, but let's talk about what has been your kind of, uh, your pop culture um, comfort food that you've put on your plate during this time that has just helped you get through. You've mentioned some of it, but you can repeat it. Oh man, that's great. Um, yeah. I, you know, cause I, I do have a two year old, so, you know, it's tough to watch a lot of stuff. Um, it doesn't get better as they age. Yes. Call, I mean, listen, he watches good stuff. It's just repetitive. Like he, again, I've seen Lion King about 77,000 times in the last like month. So, uh, I, a I, lot I, of money on movies, premiere access, <laughs> call, uh, call of duty Warzone, which is a free Fortnite like game. I get to play with my friends, like, you know, every other night or whatever mm-hmm. has been great. Cause it's like a, a version of this. It's just a way to, zone out, chill, talk to people, um, you know, and, and play a game, which was, is, you know, it was kind of fun. That's been great. Um, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, you know, kind of complete opposite end of the spectrum. Um, she was someone that I, you know, never really listened to was recommended by someone who, um, guess on the pod, Kelly, um, Dude, Hudson interviewed her. I'm surprised that wasn't your recommendation. I know, right? Um, no, I just, I, I didn't, I, I was just like, oh, this, I keep seeing this girl. I should try to give her a chance or whatever. Um, a lot of music stuff. Mo- I mean, a, a lot of music stuff. You know, uh, Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia, that album's straight fire, Chromatica, Lady Gaga. Um, uh, I got blue- Sophie the Chromatica Oreos one day. Seven <laughs> Eleven. I'm like, getting them. <laughs> I need to get those. Um, a brief inquiry into online relationships. I think is the name of the album. The new 1975 album. There's a lot of good songs on that. I was like, you're um, married. What are you talking about? Say it again. Oh, I was like, you're married. What are you talking you're about? What is it? No, that's they always have weird long album titles. But so, that's that the new shit from the Hood Internet you showed me was amazing. Yeah, we got to get him on the podcast or them on the podcast. I think it's two it's, of them. It's two guys. Two I interviewed guys. them yeah. like eight years, nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, if you go, if you look up the Hood Internet presents or just the hood internet. And then they have this thing called the hood internet presents 1979 to 1999. Um, they, since 2019, which again, I didn't know they were doing this every single year between 1979 and 1999, they're taking 50 songs, 50 samples, or sorry, 50. They've there, sampled, there a DJ ad for, for anyone who doesn't know. What yes. They're. They've sampled 50 songs from that year that were, that was released in that calendar year. And making it into about a three or three and a half minute song. And it's phenomenal. Like all I've been listening to the last couple of weeks, uh, the last week or two are these mixes, but it's really not like it's art. Mashup. It's, so, it's, 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 it's taking the mashup that was so popular in that the aughts and yes. taking it to another level. It's way more, it's way more subtle. Yeah. Like there was one transition they did it where they started doing uh uh, run to the hills from uh, Maiden mm-hmm. and transition to a, a Michael Jackson song, but like they they layer it and blend it in such a way it's it's almost like cooking, 
like how they can take all mm-hmm. these diverse flavors and just mix them into one great British <laughs> shit, great British bake off. <laughs> the last season they just did. Oh, that, that's been a, a piece of comfort food for me. It was wonderful. Matt yeah, Lucas, go, go into yours. I can go all day. Give, give me some more of yours. Well, obviously, we mentioned DuckTales and Bluey. Those were two great ones. Unfortunately, DuckTales just ended its series. I haven't watched it. It was a 90-minute movie. I have to watch the... But... Okay, there's a but I don't know then. You didn't hear about the continuation of it in a different form? No. Ooh. They're producing a DuckTales podcast with all the original voice talent. Oh, that I did see. And it's going to be a play on This American Life, but it's This Duckburg Life. And it's hosted by um, um, is it Dewey. I'm trying to think. Um, what's his? Uh, Bobby Moynihan voices. He's Louie. Louie. So I think it's hosted by Louie. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah. So um, it's going to be in the style of This American Life, but uh, this Duckburg Life, and they're going to. I'll definitely listen to that because that's amazing. Because it was so, it's such a great series. It, mm-hmm. It's like the last few episodes they did. It would they they were kind of like just thrown out there. It was almost like a Gizmo Duck, like a backdoor Gizmo Duck and Tailspin pilot, with a happy endings reunion in the Tailspin one. Okay. Um, oh, because um, they're doing a well, they're doing a Chip and Dale new series. So Rescue think- Rangers. No, they're redoing Rescue Rangers. Then they have the movie, which is going to be with Sandberg and Mulaney. Yes. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm in. I mean, it'll work. I'm in. Those I, yeah. Were, I, I, that was how the Disney investor calls like Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Hi. In the Chip and Dale movie. I'm like, see you in the movies. See you in the movies. Uh, uh, um, I was going to say real quick before I forget it. Palm Springs with Andy Samberg and uh, Christina Malloy. The, the, Malati. Malati. Thank you. Um Oh my god! If if you didn't see that, and that's the problem with movies that happened like during the pandemic, you know, it's hot for like a weekend, and then no one talks about it. That was a Hulu one. That came, I felt like that came out in June, which was like it was oh, so good. Yeah. It was the the time loop movie that they've done a million times over. It's like how can they add anything new? And it's just like oh, they made a great comedy that isn't Groundhog Day. Yeah. Like they somehow made a great... Which has been on a million crowd. times. Yeah. But yeah, keep going. Um, so those two, uh, a lot of, uh, for me, uh, musically, March has been very Irish-centric, the last two marches. Uh, a lot of Clancy Brothers, a lot of old school stuff, but uh, a lot of instrumental jam band stuff, a lot of New Orleans brass, a lot of New Age jam stuff, which has been really great. Budos band, New Master Sound, stuff like that. Just really great because I've had to do a lot, a lot of late night writing for my job. It's really helped fuel that soundtrack besides alcohol. And uh, there's something uh, this is we don't talk about a lot on the podcast. I'll probably make mentions of it, but is uh, I'm a huge wrestling fan. So I've been watching all elite wrestling on TNT on Wednesdays. They have a couple YouTube series. It has been my it's the, my favorite wrestling promotion, I think, since ECW closed in, 19, in 2001. It's just great energy, great storytelling, great action. I'm going to get Al. They're not going to watch WrestleMania this year because the Peacock rollout for WWE has been awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to get you watching AEW pay-per-view. And we're going to podcast about it. Like you said, you wanted to watch a wrestling show with no context. Yep. That's what it's going to be because it's yeah. I think, the most exciting to watch. So I think the concept that I came up with was, wouldn't it be funny if you told me to tune in to a random wrestling event, like 
you just mentioned, like an AEW show, where I have to then explain to you what I had seen and see if I can kind of craft the, the storylines. The two-hour two show might be a little easier than a four-hour. Craft the storylines in my head of like, oh, this is where these guys are because of this. It's going to be great. I really, I really hope you are. You have, uh, you know, taken your herbal supplements that day to. Explain. I mean, I probably will. So I, I, I really, would be I a really lot of fun. Know. But yeah, wrestling has been a huge one for me. It's been my way to escape, just watching yeah. it, and it's been, that's really been a. They're a litmus test, especially this WrestleMania for bigger live events. They're going to be doing two days at Raymond James Stadium where Super Bowl happened, but I think they're having more people per night it's a two-night thing so that's really going to be the test for a lot of sporting events and concerts to see like is this a super spreader event has this been been done safely can we now move forward with this and if it's successful that's a big thing especially with all the vaccinations rolling out so this is a real big cultural moment although the card isn't that great for the sake of the future of entertainment, this show, this WrestleMania this year is very, very important, which is crazy. And it's been really weird to watch a lot of empty arena wrestling. Mm-hmm. Really weird. But also I, a great relief for me personally. <laughs> I got one more for you, and I think it applies to both of us. You ready for it? Because I think I think it's 100%. I also have been playing a lot of MLB The Show 20, where Bill Bodkin <laughs> mashed 63 home oh, runs as a 38-year-old barrel-chested first-base rookie for the Yankees. <laughs> 38-year-old rookie? It's amazing. Yeah, I paid $27,000 that year. It's probably what I make now. <laughs> I mean, you should get a nice, like, was it a one-year contract or what? It's a one-year deal. What, gotta, what do you think gotta, they're going to offer you? What do you think they're going to offer you in this? I mean, I offered myself a pretty nice deal. So, yeah, oh, did, you, did you sign it? Did you take it? I took it. Yeah, it was oh. like a five-year, $100 million deal. Excellent. What are you, Mike Trout? <laughs> it was probably, dude, I was I was like, I had like 150 RBIs and 40 double. Dude, I was, I was a gold glove first baseman. I was dope. <laughs> All right. Well, my, it's kind of in the same realm, but uh, NFL, like, like this football oh, season, I probably – the most I've ever been into any sport. And I, as someone yeah. who used to be uh, a big uh, sports card collector, um, you know, was a big Yankee fan, Knicks fan, Giants fan. Knicks are pretty good this year. Knicks are pretty good this year. I haven't, I haven't watched like the I thing. I don't want that, to Knicks either. I just follow the scores. Exactly. The, the thing that kept me, I, I watched almost every Giants game this this season, which is Man. never the case. I think I missed maybe two. Well, it's because we're usually out. That's the thing. Like, And, yeah. and another huge thing and, and something I have to consider going into this season was like I was introduced to owning, quote-unquote, Red Zone, which was a game changer. That's all right. I, I'm not game, a huge Red Zone guy. Game changer. I know it very well. As someone who... Uh, played fantasy football, bet on sports, like got into that aspect of the game. I was coming at it from like three different angles, right? Was the the, the fantasy mode, the... How'd the, you do in our fantasy league this year? And I'm not being a dick. I'm trying to ask the question. No, not, it's fine. I was in first or second, like the whole, yeah, whole you did really regular well. season and then kind of uh, uh, flaked out at the end. And then in the other league, I got third. Yeah, I was in the semifinals, and the, the Megan who won, Megan LeBruna who won our title. Mm-hmm. We, need, we should do a fantasy football. We have an episode. We need to have her on it. Yeah, I think we should do like a pre-fantasy draft. 
Yeah, that'd be awesome. Have her and Lucas because I know uh, if Lucas wants to play this year, his team got Lucas. Lucas talks so much shit in the beginning of the season. Like literally the first after the first week, if he does bad, it's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. like, my team is great. And yeah. then he he just got shellacked. I lost, I lost, I drafted a running back from Jacksonville, and I ended up picking up every guy. Like one guy got co- one guy got cut. No, get hurt. Next guy got COVID. Next guy got hurt. And then I'm just like, no one's paying attention. So I picked up James Robinson, who mm-hmm. had an amazing year. Great year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like I came at it like three different angles. It was like and they did the live experience better, I think, than most sports. Like I forgot that certain games that were empty arena were empty. Were empty. Because they were they were um they were uh filling it with like the sound, right? Yeah, but it, it felt like the most realistic. Oh yeah, and they introduced those cool like Madden camera angles with the with the Sony mirrorless cameras, and I was like, "Wow, I feel like I'm fucking playing Madden." And that's one of the things that was missing from the NFL experience. Was like, this needs to feel more like a video game. Yeah, well, you know, they stole uh, the borrowed from the now short-lived XFL, which The Rock bought during quarantine. <laughs> Literally, the XFL launches right before quarantine. Like right before we talk, I think we talked about it. I definitely talked about it on the TV podcast. I definitely think we talked about the XFL at some point. Yeah, it's pretty decent. It started like Jan, like right after the Super Bowl, and then like wasn't it the only sport that was continuing? It it only for like a week or it never finished its season. I don't think. No, and then it's like shut down. Vince McMahon shut it down, and then The Rock comes in and buys it. The Rock, who in twenty twenty, let's forget. He had a sitcom, but no, 2020, this year we've been doing a podcast. He had a sitcom come out, which was pretty good. Yeah. He bought the XFL. He launched an energy drink line. Um, Terramana Tequila, uh, Terramana Tequila. He launched that during quarantine. That became the best-selling new spirit of 2021 mm-hmm. and one of the best debuting spirits in the last decade. And filmed... Uh... A new Netflix movie with – is it Netflix with, with Ryan. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot, yeah. And and he still has Jungle Cruise coming out this year. And he just started – he's about to start filming Black Adam. And he's chiseled as fuck. He is a god. Yeah, he, he he's doing pretty good for himself. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, cheers to you, buddy, for getting us through uh, – getting us through tw- this pandemic, even though we're not out of it yet. Mm-hmm. Um Let's move on to, you know, I, I think we should talk about the future of the podcast. We've talked about this a few times, like what's coming up. Uh, what do you really want to see with this podcast, like going forward? Like what, what are your plans? Because let's just, let's just tell each other our, our ideas and plans without have consulted each other. Excellent. Before. Not only that, but tell everyone else we're, we're going to brainstorm together. Yeah, pretty much. The, <laughs> this is how the podcast comes together. It's yeah. usually the day we're recording. We're like, oh, shit, we don't have a guest. Who are we going to get? Uh, mm-hmm. What's Colin Cat doing? <laughs> uh, I would say I would say the viewers or listeners of this podcast should expect more interviews with cool people. Like, we're not striving for, you know, you know, I wouldn't say we're not striving for like the normal interviews, that stuff that you would see normally in the pop. If Dwayne Johnson wants to come on this podcast, hey, come on this podcast. You can, you could, you can come on any podcast that 
ever. I would listen to it. I, yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, he literally was just like, guys, I want to go shot for shot with my tequila with you on a podcast, and we're just going to talk about stuff. I'd be like, I would do it. old Sue booked me a room in a hospital. Yep. <laughs> I do like tequila, though. So, yeah, I would say, like, I, I love the two interview episodes that we did. Um, I want to do more of things like that. We have, like, a couple in the works. I know um, one we have in the works. I don't know about the rest. We don't, want to, we don't want to talk about who we don't have. We have at least two. We have one in the works, two that would probably be in the works. We're not going to talk about any of these, obviously, because we want to. Uh, yeah, you probably them. need to fill me in on the other one. Yeah, for sure. Um, you kind of know. So then we, we're going to do more of those. I think that that's going to be great. I love the, honestly, I love the weekly review series that we've been doing. And, you know, we, as Bill said, we, uh, we've become a Disney plus Stan account. And that's very true because of the two shows that we did back to back. The third one we're doing. And the third one we're doing, which is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I want to do more of those and then expand beyond Disney plus there are a ton of shows that we both enjoy other shows that we're going to be just genuinely interested in. I wouldn't and, mind going back doing another point pleasant type episode. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't, we talk about one specific like you and Cole wanted oh, to do an OC, OC podcast. But then the problem with that is the OC is phenomenal. So people well, are, you should have me watch it. Who's never watched it before. Oh, like that's a great idea. 15 okay. years later. As That's a, fair. Probably by the time I'm 40, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to watch the OC. What's this all about? I'd be like, this is just a walking advert for like, <laughs> like early to mid 2000s. User. Yeah, no, that's a great. I mean, listen, we're, we're, we're brainstorming here. I think me, you, Cole, um, and we need we need a, a, a couple females who have seen the OC. Oh, I'm sure. We, I'm sure. I hope Cat has. I think Cat has had to have seen it. So I would like we can do Cole, me, just the you know. The, the, the four, four horsemen. That would be fun. That and Cole Christian's right. actually Christian, my cousin, who's been on the podcast too. He is watching it for the first time as we speak. Um, he would have such <laughs> like a cultural di- like diagnosis of this thing. That's we're gonna bring him back on for that. That's actually great. So it's gonna be the maybe the four or five of us. I think that would be really fun. Um, yeah, I, I think like I would love to review, and you know, you're gonna have some time to get to it. I think 2022 is when we're going to get to it, but uh, Atlanta season three and four. I would have to watch seasons one and two. I mean, you'd really do because Atlanta is kind of like, I wouldn't say it's twin Peaksian, but it's not like the, it's so specific. There's, there's so much influence, so many different influences, uh, you know, you can clearly see in the show, but there's an episode um, of season two called Teddy Perkins. Oh, I and, know. Episode. Yeah. And it's, nice it's, straight up, it's a straight up horror episode. And it just goes, it just takes anything you thought about what the show could be just completely turns it on its head. And like, I think season three and four is going to do a lot of that. Uh, you know, a show it kind of reminds me of in that instance is master of none. Um, which was, you know, it's a Netflix series, Aziz Ansari's and Alan Yang's Master of None, where, you know, there's the general concept of what the show is, and then each episode can be completely formatted differently. And it's very reminiscent of like what WandaVision did. So like, I think those are a little outside the box, but stay in the realm of like, we could talk about it and 
it won't sound like we're just reviewing an episode of NCIS where like the same thing happens over and over again. Get so bombed and talk about NCIS like drunk crime drama reviews. Just watch like a random Law and Order mm-hmm. and just get hammered and do it. I would. You know, what do you? That's want? I do that some nights not on a podcast. <laughs> uh, but for me, I and this this will be ambitious, and I know you're going to get behind it. Uh, when things get back to normal, I don't know if, if people would want to see this or not. I would love to do a live version of this. Me too. Do it in a brewery. You only have 47 of them by your house. You have a lot. Down I only have one. No, no, that's a lie. I have one in town. Um, I had my, my town once had like a record for most bars in a square mile and we don't have a brewery. I think like, I have like four in the general vicinity. No, five. Maybe yeah, five or six. LBI has general. a lot of breweries. What were you saying? LBI has a bunch of breweries. Ship Bottom. That's it? Oh, there's other ones, aren't there? That's the only brewery. On LBI, physically, it's, it's, it's just Ship Bottom. You have Manaferkin. Manahawkin. And then, what about Jetty? Don't they do one? With Double Nickel. Jetty, that's they do it. Double Nickel makes their beer. There's a lot of breweries in the general vicinity. Yeah, for my area. It's the first time this is a New Jersey based podcast. So we talk a lot about Jersey related things. Yeah, I would love to do a live episode. I think that'd be so much fun. You get a band, I, I can make that happen, no problem. It'd be awesome. Yeah, we make it like half us bullshitting, half interview, live performance. I think would be really cool. It'd be awesome, or just record and or recorded in in a live podcast studio from like shared universe or something. That was that was something that we had been talking about. We were gonna do it. We were, we were gonna do this it episode. Distant. Yeah, we were gonna. My plan we were was for the anniversary, the five or six year anniversary of the uh, the the website. We were gonna do for the ten year anniversary. We're gonna ten year anniversary. I don't remember what year it is. Uh, the ten year anniversary. We we're gonna do it, but it just didn't work out mm-hmm. because of many things. Many things. Uh, uh, but yeah, and then I was like, 2020, I had all these plans for the site, um, which were live recording. We're going to do an anniversary podcast and shared universe. I had a comedy show we were going to do that was all lined up with staff members, and I had everything but the venue, and I pretty much almost had that venue. We were going to be one of the sponsors of a See Here Now after show at House of Independence. I had, I had pretty much like verbally got that lined up, and then that didn't happen last year. My guy's not there at the venue anymore. Um, we were going to have another Christmas show. We were going to be a sponsor of a number of shows in Asbury Park this year. And um, yeah, none of it happened. <laughs> so hopefully 2022, we can make it happen. Um, yeah, I'm looking. You want to see, you want to see, you want to see a live episode. I think that we can make that happen. Yeah. You know, as soon as we get the pandemic under control. So like maybe let's book it for like seven years from now. Seven years. Yes. Um, I also would love to get, I, I like, would like to go back to the original format every once in a while. Um, although maybe not, or just maybe do more specialty episodes, Specialty episodes are a lot of fun. We, we've had a blast doing them. So I'd love to go back and do that. And we have a whole new array of people who are going to be joining us this year. We had a really great, uh, crew and I want to thank those people right now. Uh, if you've been with us this long, you know, so I want to thank our previous guests. Um, first off, I'm going to thank two people before I get to our guests. First, our producer, podcast engineer, the Chewbacca of this podcast, Lucas LPJ, LPJ, multi-time guest. Uh, man, we just got to do another Star Wars thing with him and Ken on it because those were just like you and I sitting there listening to those guys just drop knowledge. Um, yeah. 
I know Lucas has basically edited this thing from a million different locations, including the back of a car, um, and has always gotten it to us, except for the last episode because he's doing hockey stuff. But he's just a, a, such like this podcast doesn't happen without him. I love Lucas. He, he edits all our podcasts on the popbreak.com, uh, the popbreak.com. He's a great writer. And uh, just thank you so much, man, for doing all this. Uh, also, our podcast editor, Alex Marcus, who has helped us out with some formatting ideas a lot recently, helped, uh, you know, has helped really promote the podcast, been a great guest. So those two guys, huge shout mm-hmm. out to them. But and he allows this podcast to continue. So that's thank you, Alex, for that. I mean, I, I do. And and Alex allows you to allow that. <laughs> that's true. He does. <laughs> um, so I want to thank our previous guests in order of appearance. Uh, Kat Manos, uh, who is essentially the third host of this podcast, uh, Alicia Weinberger, Anthony Toto, Rachel Friedman, uh, Rob Crother, Laura Dengrove, Ben Murchison, Cole Rothacker, our fourth host, uh, Ryan DeMarco, Matt Taylor, Kelly McGovern, uh, our number one fan, Nick Picaro, uh, of course, special guest Tommy Siegel, Christian Bischoff, Dan Cohen, the aforementioned Alex Marcus, uh, Brent Johnson, who I co-founded the site with. Uh, Melissa Jobin, Ken Grandpierre, Taylor Allen, and the aforementioned Eddie Pence. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to let everyone know that, yes, we are doing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series coming up starting next episode, episode 51. Our guests are going to be – this one's going to be a bit of an unruly episode because I've heard them on podcasts together before. Uh, Taylor Allen will be returning and joining us for the first time ever will be Ryan Barry, who's a comedian who hosted our last Christmas show in 2019. Uh, he is – hyped for this because he's a huge marvel guy both are hilarious so this is just going to be a train wreck of an episode i'm so excited um we've got um i think you might be working on some guests for this series yeah not not naming any until they're confirmed but yeah um we've got the guys from the bob culture podcast are going to join us uh i know brian mcnamara someone i've known for a long time he's going to join us he's our resident doctor who guy he wants to come on yeah a bunch of new people are going to be joining us on the pod uh, this time around. Um, so yeah, excited for the Falcon and winter soldier. We're going to think of some segments. I've had a few already. So we can now those uh, not on the fly like we've done with WandaVision. That's true. Before, before we move on, um, who, who do you think is the most underrated one time guest that we had? I have it in my head. I already know. And it's going to be, you're going to be like, really? And I'm going to be like, just for mine, I, it can, yours can be completely different. And I'm not slighting any person who's been on this. This podcast. is no slight against anyone. This is someone who appeared once, and everyone who's been on the podcast thus far, we would more than gladly have them back on. It's We've just had most people it, back multiple times. Yeah, um, it's more of a scheduling and just wanting to get new people on. Yeah, kind of, um, of Colin Cat, who can't be replaced. Exactly. Uh, since I'm hosting a podcast with her <laughs> starting real soon, I'm also Jobin. All right. Melissa was great. She was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, her and I are going to be starting a wrestling podcast um, starting hopefully in April. Okay. Uh, we're going to be talking about, we're talking about wrestling fandom, but we're also going to be talking, the main focus of the podcast will be uh, about wrestlers we thought that should have been a lot bigger than they were in their career, whether that was their careers were cut short by um, injury or passing or just bad creative. So Scotty uh, Tuhati. He's done pretty good for himself. He's, yeah. he's still in WWE. He's, he's no way. Well, he doesn't wrestle. He's a trainer now. He's training all the new people. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. I didn't know that. I just, that's my go-to joke because that was my favorite wrestler. 
Okay, who's yours? Who's your most underrated? Ben Murchison. Oh, yeah, Ben's the best. Ben was great because that was the first time I think I ever spoke to Ben Same. in person. And I'm, I was just genuinely so, – I'm, let's try this again. I'm surprised we haven't had him back on. I've been trying to get him back on, but we keep trying to get new people or we just go back to the old people. Remember, Ben's also on the West Coast. He's also in Arizona, yeah. and he, he's usually climbing a mountain. That is true. He's he a climbing mountain. Well, he's – I asked him to come back for Falcon and Winter Soldier – but he's actually moving back to the East Coast. So no way. he's going Where? to uh, Charlotte. Okay. Where he used to live. So he's yeah, he's in Char- he's gonna be in Charlotte within this month or next month. So he's like, Yes, please have me back on. But I don't know if we could do it just right away for this we'll series. Make it happen. Right. But I, I just I, I want to let him know if he's listening. One of my favorite episodes. Just just we, we had a just great, we, we a kept great banger and bop in every, banger and bop. That's where it came from. Every episode. It's because of Ben. Uh yeah. no, Ben's Ben's the best. He's a great writer on the popbreak.com. Check out all his stuff on Peaky Blinders. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh he, a lot of movie reviews, doesn't he? Like tons of movie reviews. Mm-hmm. He was our go-to like Netflix movie guy for a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be doing all that. And we have like I said, a lot of new guests coming up. And um, I'd be remiss. If I did not say this and embarrass Al, Fuck. so I often make fun of Al for being cranky on the podcast just because I like to just bust his chops. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that one of the great things about doing this podcast is that, um, and I make fun of Al a lot on this podcast is Al legitimately is one of my best friends, and he I did his I did his wedding, so we 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 know each other pretty well. Yeah, um, he, he he officiated. We didn't get married, but we might as well have. Exactly. Um, I officiated the wedding. And, um, you know, Al's, you know, like I said, he's been the, he's managing our site, but he's one of the most talented and passionate human beings I know when it, and passionate about like pop culture, uh, especially. Uh, and so listening to him every week and hearing his thoughts and theories, uh, and, you know, it's just been great because it opens my mind up to so many things. And I'm very proud of Al because if you've listened to anything we've said, the dude has lost a job gained a job has lived in five different places and yet it shows up. Well, we've had to move the date when we record about this. Like it likes to happen episode. One yeah. episode. because you were like drunk somewhere. Probably. I think I was, you definitely were. You were on LBI in the summer. You're like, I'm at a bar still. And I'm like, Jesus, just be safe. <laughs> and you're like, I am, I'm safe. And, um, but an outdoor socially distant bar. You are, you are for a 21st birthday for a, uh, relative sure you have seven thousand cousins no that, that was my sister. i think that was shannon i think it was uh, my sister-in-law's birthday oh there you go so you know al is just like he when you listen to him he is a great host uh he is a great commentator on all things pop culture he engages our guests uh wonderfully he doesn't stumble through everything like i do um and he it's a joy to sit down every single week with one of my best friends talking and i just marvel at al and i admire al because this is a man i met as a very skinny boy eight years ago and now is you know got a dad bod but you know he's gonna get he's gonna get swole again don't you worry his wife is gonna make sure of that now he's gonna do how she's like can put you to work uh and he has gone from just being a guy who's just like gee whiz you know i'm gonna go do things and he's just turned himself into like one of the best professionals I know mm-hmm. and uh, just a great dad, great husband, and just an awesome pop culture commentator. So that's why I'm really stoked 
uh, to do this podcast every single week with Al. So well, fuck well, you, Al. <laughs> well, well, gee whiz. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I mean, I, I, I can't let you just be off the oh, on that one. Cause now I kind of have to reciprocate on that. No, and I'm going to do, don't, gonna you do don't. that anyway, because you know, I, there's no one in the world I would want to do this podcast with. Well, you tried doing it with Lucas and Ryan and it just fell. I mean, news over brews. I mean, you could see that failed experiment. Um, <laughs> I listen to it. Every time. You can listen to it. It's, it's great. Um, no, I, there's no one on the planet I would want to do this with because, you know, we talk not joking. I think I talk to you more than anyone, including my two, three best men at my wedding, Ryan, uh, Lucas and Christian. I talk to you every day through Facebook messenger. I don't know why we chose that as the platform, but it's stuck. And that's why we have been talking every day for years. years. And I don't think I would want to do this with anyone else. Um, because you know, you have been a huge inspiration for my career, my life, you know, ever since I graduated college, the pop break after, after getting, uh, uh, fired, from another uh, site for writing after a month, they're like, yeah, you're just, your style doesn't match ours, which basically said like, we need to edit your stuff too much because you don't know how to write. Um, you know, you took me in and you only encouraged me to do things. It was never like, you need to continue doing the thing that I brought you on for, which was like, the occasional movie or TV review, you were just like, what do you want to do? And it wasn't even like that. It wasn't even like you asking me. It was more of just like me saying like, eh, this would be cool. And you know, you're like, do you want to do this interview with this band that you like or know or might like or might know? Or like, you would just keep giving me opportunities. And that's how I even got to where I am on the site is because you would always encourage me. Um, I don't think I would ever be a concert photographer if it wasn't for, I would not have been a concert photographer if it wasn't for the pop break, you know, that the idea of that even being a possibility was me seeing the content that you were putting on your site of people attending shows and how can I get closer to the stage? Oh, I can do that. And so well, that you, was got, you got that gig because three people dropped out. I'm like, motherfucker, I need somebody to cover uh, yeah. this go in Tom's river. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I mean, the what you've done for, you know, the, I don't know, tens of, I don't what would be the, how many writers do you think, how many contributors do you think have been on the pop break couple. in the 10 years? To a going on 12, a couple hundred. A couple hundred, yeah. I mean, the opportunities that you gave people to find a voice, find their voice on your site it's immeasurable that that's such a huge thing. You know, people have gone to move on to quote unquote, bigger and better things, but that's because you gave them the outlet to find their voice, find the thing that they're passionate about doing. Right. You know, I don't think half, even any of us would have started a podcast if it wasn't for first getting a chance to do something on the site, whether it was write a news piece or a review or um, you know, what have you, we wouldn't have had, the confidence to start a podcast. So that, that is all because of you and, you know, the way that you put us above you all the time and the way that you care about 
how we're doing and what we're doing and how we can get better and what we can do to make our situations better. That is something I admire so much. And that's a huge reason why I continue to talk to you on a daily basis because of how, you know, so I can get you into concerts for free. You can get me into concert for free. I've, I've got you all about, and that's I've why really, I love it. I know I've got you at a lot of really good concerts. A lot of concerts. You were our first MSG shoot too. Yeah. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Who knew how easy it would be to get that? Anytime we asked, we get it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like 500 shows in. Why not? Yeah, I just need to get a ticket one time so I can actually see the guy. I know. Um, I'm sorry, really? I'll give you one. Uh, but thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, I'm terrible at taking compliments. So I know. I'm not great at it either. The worst. Um, just because I remember all the negative things people say about me. Uh so Al, let's oh, hold on. Did I forget anything on the button? Yeah, fuck it, I'm good. Uh, let's talk about closing it out. So Al, where can people find you on social media? Oh man, uh, well people can follow the Pop Break at popbreak.com, all spelled out on Twitter still. Oh no, me, oh, no it's I, at the Pop Break. Let me do this because I can say it in one breath. You uh, plug your own shit. But I just wanted to. All right, go to the popbreak.com to see all the amazing content that we keep talking about. Um, you can find my, all of my old concert photography on there. Um, you know, I think one of the last things I did for the site, do you remember the last thing I did for the site? Like in terms of concert photos? Uh, in terms of concert photos. Um, mm. I, I just, I thought I saw it the other day. I know the last concert we shot all together. Not it. No, it was not. It was, um. Last concert we shot was Skillet in Baltimore. No, Silver Springs at the film. That's depressing. Nothing oh, against Skillet, but that's a little depressing. Well, the other one was Celine Dion. <laughs> so I mean, That's the one I would say that was our last show. No, just, I, I was going for the truth. You should backdate the Skillet one and make it look like Celine was the last one. Technically, technically I think the, uh, the, the Skillet... Oh. <laughs> So what it's going to do is, and, you know, I have to let me just go. This is going to be a lot easier to do it this way, uh, to actually go to the dashboard of our. Well, well, Bill finds that you can find me at Al Manarino, A-L-M-A-N-N-A-R-I-N-O on Twitter, on Instagram, where I'm posting photos, a lot of photos from the popbreak.com. Um, once a day from my archives, so uh, today is day 81 of this year. I'm trying to do one every day for 365 days. If I miss a day, I'll just double up. But uh, this is day 81 technically of 2021. And I posted a photo of Green Day. Yes, that Green Day uh, from 2017 from my archives uh, that uh, I shot for thepopbreak.com at the BB&T Pavilion in Camden, New Jersey. I can't believe we got that one. And he just what a show. What a show. So the last thing you shot, it took me a while because you're you're like in a bunch of group stuff and on yeah. podcast, obviously. Uh, the last thing it looks like you shot was Twenty One Pilots with Mister Wides. Oh, oh, just those, just those guys at the Wells Fargo. What a sick show! And then you interviewed Tommy Siegel. Great. And then before that, the before that, I guess because I guess you took oh yeah because Parker was born. Uh, and that's why I'm like, what was the big gap? I'm like, oh, Parker. Parker. Last thing you shot summer-wise for us. See here now? No. Well, um, yeah, okay. So see here now actually was. But 
No, this actually might have been after C here now. Interpol and yes. Morrissey. Yeah, I think it was the same month. I don't. I think that they were both in September. Yeah. Okay. So C here now probably was your last thing. Yeah. Right? Interpol. What a, what a depressing slash great show that Morrissey Interpol show is one of the most undersold amphitheater shows I've ever <laughs> I seen still remember day. I still remember the picture like look at this shot I'm like yeah that's awesome he's like now look at this shot it was a very empty amphitheater and I was just like oh my god he's like yep and I'm like wow wow oh, what, a, what an undersold show my god, god. here now was the best Everyone got fired that night I'm gonna guess uh, see here now that that one was the best that was great my god um, that was like the gold standard of like music festivals not even music like just overall like experiences that i miss the most i had the best i don't go to shows much anymore you know and that was like for me like a family reunion with so many people from the asbury scene yeah um i walked legitimately 20 miles a day mm-hmm. uh because I took the train there each day. No, it was there one or two days. It was two days. Yeah, I took the train down there twice. And it was great. It was awesome. Loved every second of it. Um, but yeah, you can find all that stuff on thepopbreak.com. And we have great stuff on film, television, music, uh, digital trends, comic books, anime, pro wrestling, all that great stuff. Of course, go check us out on Twitter at the pop break we are at forward slash popbreak.com all spelled out on facebook we are at the pop break on instagram uh there's a couple other social media platforms we're going to be uh probably popping up on soon and then we are (laughs) if we we ever launch a tiktok you know who's not going to run that me Mm because i'm just like whatever have a young yeah we were talking about doing some stuff um you know i I don't want to say specifically. Don't say it specifically because I want to plug our podcasts. You should plug our podcast. We have a lot. Please rate, review, and subscribe this podcast, whether it's on Apple, Google, Anchor, or Spotify. Of course, we have our our podcast hubs from our PopBreak podcast family. Of course, we have uh, PopBreak TV, which has a ton of great podcasts on it. And that is also on Spotify, Anchor, Google, and Apple Podcasts. We have the BreakCast, which is on all those platforms, as well as SoundCloud. We have our two Oscar podcasts and the winner still is, which Matt and Marissa do an amazing job going back in time, looking at different years for different Oscars. I believe I was on the 1994 episode in season one of that season three will be coming out after this Oscar season. And they are currently on their new season of, and the winners, um, the way too early Oscar podcast, which they're talking about the nominations that episode dropped last week and just expect a whole lot more coming from them. So for Al Manorino, this is Bill Bodkin saying thank you for one year of the Socially Distanced Podcast. And um, we look forward to doing this for another year, but with way different circumstances. We'll see. We'll see.